Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that armadillos are not eligible to be Speaker of the House of Representatives? It's because we're super corrupt. <laughs> Seriously, we will do anything for any amount of money. Yeah, it's, it's super easy to bribe us. Yeah, uh, up to and including giving you access to episodes a day early on Patreon. To find out how you can get that on our Patreon and find out other ways to give us money, like buy our sweet merch, check us out at armadillo.club. Sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there. You're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lee. And I'm Mike Sparkman. And today we're going to be reading chapters one through three of Dead Reckoning, book 11 in the Southern Vampire Mysteries series. Previously, so in writing this summary, it occurred to me just how much happened in this book. I'm going to do my best to summarize. In the aftermath of the Fairy War, Sookie and her friends are still in recovery, both physically and psychologically, but everyone sort of settles into whatever stability looks like for them. They spend time doing normal things with friend and family, both supernatural and mundane. Claude moves in with her, and her telepathic nephew has a sleepover, which means Sookie is bored as fuck. Like, <laughs> you see her start plotting a vampire coup in between scenes. Remember the throwaway bit where she and Pam killed two of Victor's highest ranked lieutenants? I didn't. <laughs> Luckily, Eric's maker, an ancient Roman vampire, shows up with his new lover, a young Russian heir, prone to psychotic breaks. And then a new body is discovered in her woods. Sookie's like, okay, this is more my speed. <laughs> From there on, it's a hurricane of weird psychedelics and murder with Sookie at the epicenter. From a werewolf trial to vampire crime scene to fairy standoff, the book ends with a significantly reduced cast. Eric's brother, maker, dayman, and bartender are all dead, alongside a random fairy who has been pestering Sookie, all dead. Uh, Sookie's on a roll. Anyone want to take bets on if she keeps that streak going? <laughs> just like murders and murders. It was like a whole bunch of like random events, and at the end it was just like half a dozen people wiped off the board. Yeah, I, this, as we get into these chapters, like Victor seems to be cruising for a bruising, too, you know? <laughs> like, I was imagining it, like, Kill Bill when he says some of the stuff he says that it's just like, Oh, I know. I, 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 I have a feeling that this, uh, this vampire regent's shelf life is, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, not looking good. Well, let's start this book the best way there is to judge a book, by judging its cover. Her hair is still crazy, like it was in the last book. Yeah, yeah. This is this is murder, Sookie. Remember how she thinks a lot? How about she's okay with murder now? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking she's just like hanging out in bat mode, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's just hanging there, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was wondering, is this the first cover where she hasn't been featured with uh, some other supernatural creature? Usually, her writing it. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, because she's writing tigers, flying. Vampires. Covering uh, vampires. Yeah, yeah. This might be the first she time. She wrote a coffin. Yeah, she wrote the coffin that one yeah, time. Yeah. That had, it was a she pizza. wrote a tiger. Uh-huh. Uh, there was pizza coming in that co- It was a coffin full of pizza, right? <laughs> yeah, pizza coffin. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite chain, actually. <laughs> uh, and she's surrounded by the pages of notes that Charlene Harris had to burn as Sookie slashed her way through the author's character Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Chapter one. Sookie, Claude, and Dermot are cleaning out the attic. Yeah, this is unusually mundane for Sookie. It is. Yeah. Um, but apparently this attic has been sealed and locked as long as Sookie can remember. Yeah, like in other 
books. This would be the beginning of a horror story. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sookie. There's something in there, Sookie. Yeah. <laughs> like, there could literally be a vampire living in this attic and Sookie wouldn't know, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Or at least something haunted. Do they have hauntings in this world? Is that a thing? Uh, we haven't seen ghosts, ghosts yet, right? And we've seen ectoplasmic reconstructions. That's sort of a ghost. Yeah. It's ghost yeah. There's, right. there's got to be a ghost in there. It's like a 170-year-old house. Yeah. Or at least like a, a possessed locket or doll or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. If, if, I, if, I, if I had an attic like this and I found a doll in there, I'd be like this. I'm just going to lock that right back up. Well, yep. what Suki's going to do with this stuff, and I thought this might be our southernism, is she, her plan is to take it out in the yard and burn it all. <laughs> yeah. Have herself a good old-fashioned trash fire. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is this is country, you know? Yeah. So I, I imagine there's that, that doll that she finds that always... I swear I didn't leave it there. How did it get there? Uh-huh. Sookie just takes it out in the back and burns it. <laughs> yeah, just douse it in diesel and throw a match. You're done, right? Burn it down to slag. Throw some, sprinkle some salt over the top. Yeah. I learned that from Supernatural. That's right. You yeah. know, It'll be fine, I'm sure. It, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. Uh, some of these items, though, she thinks might actually be worthwhile to somebody who likes antiques, so she's going to go with Sam to an antique store to see about getting them appraised. Yeah. So, yeah. Splendid. Splendid. Make a few dollars. Apparently, Merlots is having a rough time business-wise, um, you know, because of the whole where it's coming out thing, and because there's a new establishment in town. They, they spend some time wondering what might be causing it, but it could be that person who got crucified there like three weeks ago. I was thinking like, it, or, or was it, or remember the time that the cook got got uh, murdered in the parking lot a few days before that? And it turned out that they were murdering a bunch of people? Yeah. Uh, including people who got shot in the parking lot. And that one bartender who uh, died, the vampire bartender. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, it wasn't a human, this, but still. This may not be like a, a market force here. This may just be them literally running out of people <laughs> to go there, you know? And before that, almost at the beginning, there was the cook, Lafayette, who yeah. was killed. Who, or in, his body was there. In the parking lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the regulars of Merlots have participated in at least one vampire lynching and killed somebody themselves. Uh-huh. Yep. So, uh... Yeah. I, but yeah, we're going to chalk it up to speciesism. No, it's, it's Vic's Redneck Roadhouse. Yeah, down the road. <laughs> that must be it. They have wet t-shirt contests. What are you, you going to do, right? True, yeah. Um, we learn a little more about Kennedy, the new bartender. And I think she, this crazy girl might just make it. Yeah, she, she seems like she's doing all right. And she's, you know, she, she has what it takes to deal with... What, whatever happens there, yeah. apparently. Yeah, apparently. A, friends with Sookie. B, willing to kill to survive. Yep. Yeah. That's what it takes to, to have a long career at Merlots. Yeah. That's right. And C, have the bouncer be totally in love with you. Yeah. That Doesn't helps. hurt, yeah. Yeah, apparently she killed her boyfriend who was beating her and went and did the time for it. Yes, Sookie is thinking about, during this time, Sookie's thinking about the fact that everyone she's ever dated has been a killer. Yeah, I, how about I, I that, like, Sookie? Is she going to date Kennedy? I mean... That, uh, I, I think she's, she's considering her options, right? It <laughs> uh, t- checks all the boxes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as they're talking about the antique shop. Yeah, holy shit, there's a fucking Molotov cocktail thrown through the window. Yeah, so we, we made it to... This good throw, right? Right through the window? Yeah, yeah it and it didn't shatter on the window. It went through the window and then, you know... Yeah, it must be... I mean, they must have used a thick bottle, but like, it didn't break on the window, but it did break on the table. I'm a little confused by the mechanics here. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Was it a glass window? Do we know that? It'd have to be, right? As opposed to what? Like a open window or like oh, a window yeah, with think, a screen on I think it that was open? specifically said that it, it broke the, through the glass. Of yeah, because huh. Jane Boathouse got hit with a piece of glass when it came through. Yeah. Oh, okay. I hadn't thought about the logistics there. Interesting. 
But I want to point out that we made it to page nine before shit popped off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like Suki used her brief window of time to clean out her attic. Get yeah. Get stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fire starts. Yep. Uh, Sam and Sookie put out the fire, so that's good. Yeah, they, I mean, pretty pretty quickly. There's not a whole lot of damage to, you know, the, the bar or any people. Yeah. You know. But the sheriff shows up and immediately says to Sookie, what have what you been up to now? And I she mean, gets all indignant, but I would say, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> it's right, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sheriff Dearborn is a dick, but he's not... Also, he's also not wrong, you know? Yeah. I wonder if it's like a fire creature this time. We haven't had a fire creature yet, have we? She got some sort of, like, signature off of it, and she knows that it's supernatural. So is is, is a fire creature a thing in this world? I mean, she says there's a bunch of different types of fae that she it doesn't know anything about. So yeah. There's also maybe? demons, right? Yeah, there's demons. Oh, there's yeah, demons can set fires, remember? Oh, that's right. Uh, Diantha says everything burns, and she, like... Yes, that's yeah, lights that a fire in her hand, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's Diantha. I hope oh, my, not. I, I hope like not, her. too. She's cool, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, minutes later, Eric shows up, so he really must have hooked it from Shreveport. Yeah, he felt trouble through the bond, and he's extra, extra upset. But they go home, and Pam has arrived with a hairdresser because Sookie's hair is a little singed. His name is Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Eric has his priorities, you know? Yeah, right. this was a little odd to me, you know? Like... He shows up, and the first thing he does is he drags a hairdresser out of bed to get her hair fixed up overnight. Yeah, just, it's a little weird. Doesn't seem like a the thing that I'd prioritize, but then again, Sookie did kind of like break down in tears when she saw that her hair had been burned, so maybe he gets her. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but Pam has a new girlfriend. It is Emmanuel's sister, Miriam. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. So the hairdresser kind of helps her out, takes off three inches of hair... And Suki responds worse to that than she has to several of the killings that she's been directly involved in. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Again, priorities, right? Also, like, three inches, it's not that much. No, it's really not. Yeah. yeah. She mentions later that her hair's down to her collarbone still, so it's still, like, you know, fine. But, yeah. But no. There was a, there's a Suki scan on page eight. She's talking about Kennedy Keys. She was first runner-up to Miss Louisiana a few years ago, and she still looks like a beauty pageant queen. Her chestnut hair is all glossy and thick, and the ends wouldn't dare to split. Her makeup is meticulous. She has manicures and pedicures on a regular basis. She wouldn't buy a garment at Walmart if her life depended on it. <laughs> all right. All right. Sookie does have a little bit of a thing for Kennedy. I think so, yeah. Oh, damn. I mean, that's like an A-plus uh, comment, right? Uh-huh. She wouldn't buy a gar- garment yeah, from Walmart? That's the nicest thing Sookie can think of to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chapter two. Sookie thinks about how whoever attacked the bar was a was a some aware. Yeah, she's not sure exactly. She knows it's a supernatural creature. She's not sure what flavor, but it seems likely. I, I don't remember why she decided it was aware, just because of the she speed can, and strength. Or... Yeah, and also she can like get see their brain signatures, and that can help her identify if somebody's aware versus a regular tweet. human. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Pam is being super antagonistic towards Eric. Yeah, they, they they straight up get into a brawl, which considering how loyal they are to each other, that, you know, I've, like we hardly see them disagree and then they, they break out into an actual fight. Yeah. yeah, this surprised me at first, but eventually I thought they heal super fast, right? Yeah. yeah. So you just have a, if, if I heal that fast, 
maybe I would just get into brawls sometimes for funsies, right? Yeah, yeah. Get, like, like throw some hands. The damage they do to her kitchen is worth the damage they do to each other, right? Yeah, right. That's yeah. the real problem is they break her toaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she gets mad and throws water on them. <laughs> Yeah. Sookie doesn't give a fuck. That was really funny. Yeah. I know. It's like she's trying to break up a fight between like a pair of tigers, right? And she's like, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she has uh, she has never been one to make good decisions uh, regarding danger. Yeah. So, you know. Splashes him water and gives him a look. Yeah. But uh, the hairdresser uh, does, does give her some insight into what's happening here. Uh, Pam is on edge because she wants to make a vampire baby and her vampire baby-to-be has leukemia. Yeah, it's Miriam, Emmanuel's sister. Yep, she's super, super sick, but Pam has not been given permission. And it's not by Eric, it's by someone else, which we'll learn about in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, the the water works uh, for whatever reason. The vampires are, you know, pretty embarrassed, and she bounces them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she's not afraid to boot a rowdy vampire, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know what I was thinking about it? Like, Sookie's kitchen, right? Like, the shit that happens in there. Uh, killed somebody in there. It burned down. Her grandmother died in there. Her grip. Oh, that's right. Grand died in there, didn't she? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it wow. It goes off in that kitchen. Yeah. If there are ghosts in this house, they're in that kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the attic's fine. It's the kitchen you gotta watch, watch out for. <laughs> well, she killed somebody in the kitchen, and then the kitchen mysteriously burned down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, any evidence there just happened to uh, burn down. It's not so mysterious that it burned down because the guy that burned it down was right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So the next day, she and Sam go to the antique shop. And I learned what a hair receiver is, and it's super gross. Yeah, I need to look that up. What is a hair receiver? Uh, Victorian women, when they would comb their hair, they would have like loose hairs come out. They would put it into a hair receiver, which is like a little box, and then they could stuff it. Uh, and make little things called rats with two T's and like do their hair around it. They would also sometimes use the hair to stuff small pillows. Ew, I didn't see that part. Yeah. What? Oh, that's so romantic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? Yes. A hair receiver is literally a small ball with a little hole in the top where you, you collect know, your hair. That was hair. the first thing I thought and I was like, no, it can't be that. That's, that's exactly that's that. Crazy. Yeah. Quite a love token. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's certainly something. Uh, I, I do want to mention that, uh, you know, when uh, her cousin and uncle come home, they offer to sleep with her. Um, this is, and Suki turns him down this time. Uh, but it's like, you know, it's a little weird. And then later on, on their way out to the antique shop, Sam tries to pitch in fairy incest to her. Mm. He's like, if you consider Dermot, you know, uh, for fairies, it's not weird to sleep with your family members. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, weirdly enough, Suki doesn't go for it, you know? Yeah, Suki is wondering though. So, so Sam is sitting there thinking, I wish I had a great uncle I could sleep with. <laughs> so he does ask Sam. He, he talks about how he has kind of like a shifter's wiki. And she yeah. asks him to f- try to figure out why Sookie is feeling more fey after spending so much time with Claude and Dermot. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, I can't figure out what was going on here. Like, like, it's a weird hook. And I'm wondering if it was just like an excuse to bring the fairies back into it. Because it... It felt like that was a little out of nowhere. She's never mentioned a feeling like that, you know? Yeah. What does that even mean? Feeling more fey? Mm, they don't, don't really maybe, say. Maybe it's that's why she she's so interested in killing people now. Yeah. Maybe. Remy calls. He wants Sookie to watch Hunter for the weekend, and when she says no, he asks if she'll go visit the kindergarten with them. Yeah. He's trying to involve her in 
Hunter's life. Yeah. yeah I, uh, nice. th- this leads me to believe that Sugi has not mentioned exactly what happened the last time that Hunter came to visit. No, right. she yeah. has not. We wondered if she would tell him, and now I think we we know that she really didn't. Yeah. I mean, we thought it was bad enough when it was just these random supernatural creatures hanging around without Sookie letting the dad know, but then we found out that um, one of the fairies had considered killing. He was watching and considered killing Sookie while she was with Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't end up doing it, but, you know, it was on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as you were about to mention... Yes, she clears it up with Sam. Shifters cannot impregnate animals. But that doesn't tell us about Bill, because... Not Bill, excuse me. Bob. But that doesn't tell us about Bob, because... Bob was actually turned into a cat. He yeah. wasn't a shifter. He was a yeah. cat. Well, Sam, Sam cat. thinks probably it probably wouldn't work. You know, I, I'm, I'm inclined to think that Bob was falsely accused, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want to point out that Amelia did use that as, like, a green light to go do whatever she wanted. So it was very convenient. Yeah, she had, mm-hmm. she had a skin in the game. Yeah. Uh, I think Bob is guilty as hell. <laughs> I think he's a dirty dog. <laughs> he's out there plowing feline pussy <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> you mean pussy pussy? Well, yeah. Uh, and, and he made some... some uh, he what? made some little, Part, little mini magic, magic. I wonder if they all turned into little... Half people. I was wondering, yeah. Like the, does the magic send? Or, or, or do they stay cats until a witch comes along and is like, I'm going to try and see what happens? I don't know, yeah. Maybe they just turned out to be really smart cats. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm, true. Cats with hands. Ugh. But I also... I, <laughs> I do want to point out that Sam doesn't doesn't say that they wouldn't they wouldn't bone a, an animal. He just says that they couldn't make babies. Yeah. He's like, you know, sometimes when you're out there, things happen. But no. <laughs> Doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't couldn't make puppies. Mm-hmm. In case we were wondering, which I know I was. They're talking, and they talk about fairies versus Christians because Suki says that she would not leave, have left Hunter alone with Claude for a long amount of time. And this is her quote: "Fairies, they love kids, but they don't have the same frame of reference as most humans. Fairies will do what they think will make the child happy or will benefit the child." Rather than what a Christian adult would do. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was a little oh. weird line, too. I stumbled on that a few times. It's like, huh. What? Wait, what? Yeah, fairies just want to make a child happy or do something that'll benefit them. Yeah, but Christian adults. To, yeah, as opposed to what? Yeah, what? Shame <laughs> them for touching themselves? Yeah. or Teach them the, the, the proper amount of like self-hatred, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So something that struck me there is that that's how I feel about... Uh, clergymen like priests you know? <laughs> do we wouldn't like, trust your kids with i wouldn't them? leave my kid around with them because yeah. they'll do what they think's right for the kid you know uh, uh-huh yeah exactly right mm-hmm. I, I don't know yeah it, it i think suki's got her well i mean we know suki's got her her uh, her alignment a little off you know yeah yeah i thought uh, that was very weird like i got what she was trying to say that the christian would do the responsible thing but like you don't want to make a child happy or do something that'll benefit them? But I guess, like, yeah. they, that means they would get the kid drunk or something, right? Or, or take the kid on a killing spree. Like, oh, kids yeah. love murder. Or, you like, you, there's a bully at your school, let's go kill him. Yeah. yeah. Or something I, like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just going to go for they'd be really indulgent, but yeah. Or, you know, murder people <laughs> who are being mean to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also another conversation that she has with Remy, uh, and they talk about the Hunter situation. And it's like, this was a weird con- The second one was a weird conversation to me because Sookie's talking about how she wants to help. Hunter, but doesn't want to help him too much. I was just like, "What is like?" like it felt like she doesn't want to get too involved in his life, and I was like, "This I kid does not stand a chance without you." I don't know. I think he, she's protecting Hunter. Is that what it was from her life? Right. Mm. I think that Hunter. She does. She knows that Hunter doesn't want to be around Aunt Sookie all that much. Yeah. I just. I just feel like. Uh, 
because felt- yeah, I mean, because this is like look. People throw bombs through windows, right? <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Because to me, it read more like Sookie's like, I, he's not my kid, he's not my problem kind of thing. And I was like, well, you know, it's like... No, I, I thought it was like keeping him away from... It, it, he being a delectable part fairy snack, keeping away from all the, <laughs> <laughs> the blood-drinking monsters that she parades through her bedroom. I think we both know that she doesn't think like that, because like, that's never been a problem in the past, right? It's true, yeah. <laughs> Sam is also surprisingly upset about Claude being naked in the house. And I seem to recall that Sam has been naked in Sookie's bedroom at at least on one occasion, right? Wasn't there a whole thing about Sam being, quote-unquote, sunny side up? (laughs) (laughs) I seem to recall a line. That's that's different, because it was Sam. Yeah. Like, Sam's not upset with Sam being naked in Sookie's bedroom. I just think he needs to chill the fuck out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Don't forget, he also did it under false pretenses. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she and Sam stop by hooligans because they want to get more information about why she's feeling extra fey. Yeah, going to your family member's strip club like you do. Sure, sure. Yeah. And what? we meet an elf named Bellinos. I want to know more about this yeah. guy. Right? Yeah. Okay, they look mostly human, but they have like kind of a, like a little, their face is a little weird and they have pointed teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, like I'm into this guy. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, I, I want to know more about these fey. I had yeah. no idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it's interesting because it turns out he, he kind of gives her a little tour of all the employees and they all have, they're all fae. Not just the employees, all the, all the people there, all the attendees too at the time. which is Were there attendees? I thought it was just like the dancers and stuff. Oh, like maybe that. that's what it was. I, I just, I know that everyone yeah, in the club was, was like a, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the building. Yeah. Was a fae. And that really freaks Sookie out for some reason I don't understand. Yeah. The, She's shocked and she goes home and she's like, I don't know if I, how I can get over this. I need to take a night off. I think it's because she had thought after Niall that Dermot and Claude were the only fairies left. But instead there's like this huge group of them that she had no, she had no knowledge of. Oh, yeah. So okay. I think that's what's freaking her out. It's, maybe? So I, I actually struggled with this too. And it, it, we get it. It's sort of slowly revealed in the next chapter through the conversation, but never explicitly stated. What it is, is Claude told her the reason he was moving in is because he needed to be close to Faye. Mm-hmm. His business is full oh. of Faye. Oh, okay. So this that is like straight sense. up a lie. So that mm-hmm. was BS. Yeah. Yeah. Then why did Claude show her around? Or did Dermot show her around? Uh, Claude was being cagey. Dermot, they, they, Claude ended up showing her around because he felt, I think he probably didn't have a choice, right? Mm. Uh, but he was being real cagey about it. Uh, and also Sam was being hyper-aggressive in, in this he, sense. He was. He probably yeah. feel like, felt like he didn't have a choice, you know? Yeah. Sam's like, you're just trying to catch her up in some of your fairy plot bullshit, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That seems like it. Claude, Claude's answer was, let's have a tour of the, the club. Like, like he, he dodges the question completely. He doesn't answer it, which right. is very, very fairy. Mm, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little sad. Like, fairy's been closed off to them, and you have this group of, like... Not refugees, but like it kind of is refugees, like right? Ex- like, expats. Yeah. Expats, yeah. Except they can't. Yeah, they can't go home, right? Like, there's no way. For, well, we think there's no way for them to go home. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy that. I mean, you can get a letter through. You can get a guy, right, through. These letter shaped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We don't know what different kinds of fae there it are, could right? Be letter fae, yeah. yeah. <laughs> letter fae. Chapter three. Sookie goes into work. And Holly's getting married, and she asks Suki to serve the punch at the wedding, which is apparently an honor. Okay, yeah. I, I Googled I've never heard this. Of this before. Yeah. I don't know what this is. I don't either. I guess it's like a super, super old-fashioned Deep South thing. Yeah, this this is something I've never heard of, but like, if you think about it, what this is, is like a, 
almost like a greeter situation, right? So yeah. the person who's serving the punch is going to meet all the guests as oh. they come through. So it, I could see why, but I, I've never heard sure, of it. Sure, it's like, like you're almost like you're manning the guest book or something. Yeah, yeah I know that's a thing. Like you can ask somebody to be in charge of the guest book, and that's supposed to be like an honor. So I'm well. sure it's a similar thing. Yeah, because yeah. my first thought was that there was that time they asked her to bartend <laughs> at that other wedding, and she was vaguely insulted. I had exactly the same thought. It's like she's they're asking her to bartend. I was like, oh no, no, this is an honor. There's okay, I'm thing. glad Suki said that because I did not know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went on a dive though, and apparently the way we, receptions are a much more modern thing, and feeding people is a very modern thing. Oh, like it used to just be they would have weddings more, were more common during the week, during the day. And then they would have a punch reception afterwards. And oh. not real food, just like punch. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at the very beginning of this chapter, Suki's on the way on her way home, and she has a moment of clarity beginning with the words, I've been stupid in the past. Which, in a way, <laughs> I could see as an underlying theme of the entire series, right? Like, she says something along the lines of, to Sam, and his cautious response is like, oh yeah? Um... Which thing are you referring to, you know? He's <laughs> just like, this is Suki's mode of operation, right? This, this is a, a breakthrough moment for Suki. Yeah. Uh, she she doesn't really tell him what she's referring to there, but I think this is related to the, the Claude thing. Yeah. I think she's taking it extra hard, too, because she does value family so much and she has so little of it, as she reminds us pretty regularly. Yeah, it's true. A family is important to her. Uh, which is a very southern thing. And yeah, she doesn't have much left. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also notes that, you know, again, Merlot's clientele is dwindling. Yeah, Kennedy wonders if it if her dead boyfriend's family, if they're the ones that bombed the bar. Because this is one southern vampire mystery that has yet to be solved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably nice for, for Suki to have somebody else. That might be targeted by violence in the bar. It's not. It's not always her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's right. I mean, right. it yeah. probably is her in this case. It, but almost, <laughs> almost certainly, right? Still, somebody else in here has enemies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why they get along, right? It's true. Yeah. Yeah, they have so much in common. <laughs> uh, she is hoping to get a big reveal from her family members, but they never show up. And they said they. They said they would tell her everything when they came home, so it's possible that they just never show up. Like, this is a fairy loophole, fairy right? Fairy rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you everything when we come home. They never come home. <laughs> um, also, while Suki's at work the next day, Eric sends her a text that says, See the letter U later, like a damn tween. <laughs> I was like, dude, you know. I, but, but, I mean, he's a thousand years old, so this was probably progress for him, right? Well, yeah, I mean, if, it's, if this was modern times, he'd be sending her a TikTok, right? Right. <laughs> I am learning how to do the texting. <laughs> of him, like, flossing. Yeah. Do kids still do that? Is that still a thing? The flossing? Oh, my fucking... My kid does it. Your kids floss? Yeah, well, yeah like the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they also floss. No, do they floss? No, they don't. No, I, I, I just... Yeah, I think that's adorable, but uh, also... Bizarre. Yeah, they're, they're terrible at it. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show right. you Lucia's floss. So, so those listening, Jeff is going to do a floss for us. We, okay, well, this is Lucia's floss. I floss much better than this. Okay. <laughs> So, so, dear listeners, uh, Jeff is waving his arms around uh, wildly and kind of shaking his butt, which is not how you floss. As we all know, the real floss is like that. Oh, actually, hey, look I, at that. Okay, so Jeff actually did a very successful floss the second time, proving <laughs> that he can, in fact, floss. Thank you. Uh, but his child cannot. <laughs> so, Eric wants to take her out to a dance club before their, you know, customer van boning. But it turns out it's a dance club recently opened by Victor, their top... 
the top vampire on Sookie's, I guess, pretty long kill list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like Eric mixing business with pleasure. Uh, but we also know that Sookie's super into danger, so this might be like primo date for her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She might be super into it. Yeah. And Eric brought Emmanuel back to do hair and makeup, and she thinks, quote, it felt very odd to see yet another man in my bedroom. <laughs> right? Really? Really well, sucky? I mean, like, at this point, right? At like, least as we've discussed, right? yet another man. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, name a male character that hasn't been in your bedroom, Sookie. Uninvited, by the way. Yeah. Most of them uninvited. Like, Terry Belfleur? Uh, wait. He helped rebuild her house, so yeah. he might have gone in there. We don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Andy Belfleur. No, he searched her house before, I think. Andy? Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, remember one time he came over and he was really tired, and she's like, hey, why don't you have a nap in my guest room? Oh, shit, you're right. At least he was invited, but you're right. He's been... Okay, Bud Dearborn. Probably not, right? Probably not the chief. He was friends with, he was friends with uh, Grand's husband though, so oh, I don't, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've all been there. They've all been there. <laughs> if there's like a little cor- like a, a corner behind some furniture where everyone's like scrawled their name, and they, <laughs> it's part of the part of the rights of mm-hmm. Bontemp. Eric has some new vampires, so that's interesting. Wait, who, oh, that's right. She, yeah. she hired three new vampires who he's not super thrilled with. Mm-hmm. And Victor, we find out Victor won't give Eric permission to allow Pam to turn her girlfriend. So Victor is just being a dick for reasons. And Sookie thinks to herself, huh, just another reason that Victor wants to die. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, I, I swear, this dude must have a death wish. A double death wish? A Final, Final death, death wish, I think yeah. Call it. Undeath wish. Undeath wish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. This this di- this dude wants to die, right? You get on Sookie's shit list. That's not gonna be there. You're not gonna be on there for a long time. Mm-hmm. He t- they talk a little about Sookie's fairy family situation. Sookie finally begins to wonder if maybe Claude has ulterior motives for staying with her. And <laughs> Eric is like, "The doy, honey, the doy." <laughs> <laughs> They drive to the bar, Vampires Kiss, and uh, Erica asks Sookie to like figure out who's in the parking lot when they step out, and she can her telepathy allows her to identify car models. She's like, there's a couple coming in at an escalate, but her eyes are closed. <laughs> you know, Suki doesn't even know she's double psychic. He's a car telepath as well as a human telepath. Maybe the person driving is like, "Man, I love this Escalade." Yeah, I love this Escalade. I'm driving. Yeah, when you drive an Escalade, that's what you think. Escalade, Escalade. Pam is also in the parking lot at the Vampire's Kiss, and she has been beaten badly by VMAD's people. So oh. Sucky, like, takes out a little notebook, writes down another reason to kill him. Yeah, flip over it. the next yep. page. I, like, you, know, you guys know how I feel about Pam. Like, now I I want the dude dead, right? Like, before I was like, yeah, Victor's going to die. But I was like, fuck yeah. this guy. This guy's doing the dirt. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pam's great. Um, but also, the, the bouncer at the door is kind of a dick, so, you know. I liked her, Anya Ludmila or something. <laughs> With her, her boots and her tutu? Yeah, her, her boots and her leather bustier and her tutu. Yeah, that's a, an interesting outfit. Yeah. She sounds great. Yeah. Well, yeah. luckily, Sookie diffuses the situation before she gets killed. Yeah, that was that was some interesting, that was an interesting little scene there. Right? She just uses her manners. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, her. oh, you must, you must have forgotten to uh, greet Eric's wife. And yeah. 
his his right hand. And yeah, she she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, puts her in her place. Yeah, that's what I tell my kids. Courtesy is a weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. They go into the club, and honestly, it sounds kind of awesome. Like she's shitting on it, but I think it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's like you know, like rent, like what does she call it? Like Bordeaux. classic bordello or something like yeah. that. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. like dark wood and like red red velvet. I'd like, go to that club. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Especially if there's vampires there. I would definitely not go if there were vampires there. <laughs> How are you going to get turned into a vampire if you don't go where vampires are? Oh, uh, I don't know. There's got to be a service, right? I, yeah. Like, okay, that's, we got to make like an Uber for vampirism. That's actually a really good idea, right? Like, like you could charge, a, think how much, how much do you think you could charge for a guaranteed safe vampire transition? And you know, insurance should pay for it because think about how much money they'll save in the long run. That's You'll true. You'll never need health insurance again if, once you're turned. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't want that though. Yeah. They want you to pay for health insurance forever. But oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. But still, maybe, you know, we can get the... Thanks, Obama. Affordable Care Act <laughs> for vampirism. <laughs> but yeah, how much, how much money would you pay to get turned into a vampire? AVA. Mm, oh, I guess all my money, right? Yeah, because then at the that point you don't need money, or, or you, you have the rest of your eternity yeah, to make more, right? Scratch, make more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Alice? I'm going to pass. You don't want to be a vampire? Not really. Alright. You're gonna be a creature of the night. A creature of the night. Creature of the night. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I don't be one of those lame ass ones for like a fuck. Phantom of the Opera. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess they weren't technically vampires. No, but you know but so. they were spooky. <laughs> I, I I think I'd make a great vampire. vampire. Phantom of the Opera. They're not, but like the Phantom is supposed to be like supernatural and he's oh, you skulking mean, like, around at night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The creature of the night. Mm, yes. Anyway. Sorry, I'm embarrassing myself by my lack of knowledge. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but yeah. There, there are bad vampires, if we're going to get into it, right? Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Like, but, there's like 30 Days of Night vampires. They kind of suck. There's the I Am Legend I Am Legend vampires. ones, yeah. yeah. But this but this universe vampires, they seem like they have made, right? This is great, yeah. You get to be stronger, tougher, virtually unkillable, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except by Sookie. She just kills them like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, per book. I agree. I'd pay a lot of money to be a vampire. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just think, very lucrative business model. Mm-hmm. She goes in and V-Mads, Miriam, uh, Pam's very sick girlfriend, and a couple of fangbangers are there. Uh, V-Mads has been appointed the regent of Louisiana. The regent of Arkansas is a woman named Red Rita, and I want to know more I want to know more about Red are, Rita. Like, all impressed yeah, by her. Uh, oh, Red Rita, good choice. Yeah. yeah she's a good fighter. Real like, tough. Oh, man, I want to meet Red Rita. <laughs> yeah. Why do they call her Red Rita? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious right there. It's right there on the right there on the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, yeah. Uh, also, it turns out Vic's redneck roadhouse. Vic is Victor. Yeah. Yeah. He's putting Merlots out of business just to be a dick. Yeah. yeah. I One swear. Sucky turns the page. Yeah. A little notebook. Yeah. Oh, uh, writes it under a little notebook. Okay. Yeah. Yep. This so guy's we- gonna get Sookie so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When they said that, you know how Victor's hanging out in, what is this place called? Vampire's Kiss? Yeah. yeah. And it's super goth and like dark bordello and everybody's wearing like leather shorts and boots. When he goes and hangs out at Vic's Redneck Rampage or whatever it's Roadhouse. called. <laughs> Vic's Redneck Roadhouse. Does he wear like a plaid shirt and a cowboy hat and boots? Like does he, because he, does he play the part there too? He had to, right? Howdy y'all, I'm Vic. <laughs> Howdy y'all, I am Vic. <laughs> I'm Redneck Vic. This is my roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, it's a good question. I, yeah, he's he, like, now it's time for Vic to show him how it's done on the old bull. He gets on the mechanical bull. Yeehaw, y'all. <laughs> I bet vampires would be really good mechanical bull riders. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, they're super strong. They can just like, lock. 
lock their thighs around it and their hand on the thing. You're probably right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. A server named Colton brings True Blood for Eric and Pam, but he somehow knows Sookie is telepathic and lets her know uh, that the glasses have fairy blood on them. So he's trying to drug Pam and Eric. Yeah, Victor is. Yeah, except kind of, because like, it's really very unpredictable what would have happened if yeah. they had drunk a little bit of fairy blood. Cause this, it, this seems to be a real go-to move for a lot of vampires. Haven't this, hasn't this happened before? Something about silver. Like, somebody drugged uh, like Dawson, remember? Oh, yeah, they that's right. They compelled him to drink um, like wear fairy blood or something. Yeah, no, it, was, happened, okay. it happened one time before, too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's this, uh, it, it, like, from what I can tell, I, I think he's just trying to provoke them, right? Like, what he really mm-hmm. wants is for them to do something yeah, to, so we can to kill them. get out of line and then he kills them. Yeah. yeah. Sookie is able to use her bond to kind of compel Eric to not drink from the glass. So they get out of there. I mean, he tries to needle them a little bit, just lets them leave, so. Yeah, and Yeah, he... well, they've got uh, Pam's girlfriend there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, added, added list of reasons, right? Like, this guy is just cruising for it, you know? Yeah, they leave and VMAD sends a couple of vampire employees after them to complain about him to Eric and act like they want to defect. Like, try and bait him, I guess? Yeah, and Eric's like, get the fuck out of here. And then he and Pam just start laughing at what a chode Victor is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, Eric and Pam seem to think that this evening was, was a success, but to me it feels like they're kind of barely treading water with, with Victor here, right? Like... He's win- Victor's winning, as far as I can tell. Yeah. He is. He's winning the political game. I think it helps Eric and Pam to know that they could just kill them all. Like, when they want to. Yeah. And they don't want to right now because they want to play this political game. Mm-hmm. I wonder, though. I mean, like, they are, they are the better fighters for sure. But Victor is protected by Philippe and presumably he has other people, right? Right, yeah. So that's, that's why they're not getting him right now yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but maybe they also I kind of got the vibe this goes back to our like well, how much would you pay to be a vampire question because this seemed like a really good time for vampires yeah like they, they had a really good time in the club tonight oh yeah they Absolutely. love this shit yeah like go over there and have, have tense heated conversations with uh, with many meanings and like the, the Implicit violence in every word. So that's the experience you're paying for as a vampire. Yeah, right? Trying to hurt each other, find ways to, to get each other's composure to crack and, and hurt hurt the people around them in order to hurt them. Vampires uh, love that shit. You're right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, it's the intrigue. Yeah, so if you become a vampire, you got to deal with that crap all the time, right? I don't like that part. No, yeah, me neither. Yeah. I think I'd rather be a shifter than a vampire. Yeah, uh, I mean, shifters have... Like a true shifter, like Sam? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, and they and they they heal better too. They've got better health than yeah. average. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. I think it's still pick vampire, but you're right. Uh, you know, it would be nice to be out during the day, but you know, I don't like the sun anyway. I hardly go out during the day as it is. So. That's true. You cover yourself. Yeah. Uh, Pam starts to tell Sookie about some sort of letter Eric got, and he stops her by choking her. Yeah, he freaks the fuck out. Yeah, he does. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what that's about. Something something weird is going on here. Er- Eric is being dodgy about a lot of stuff and Sookie's asked him a couple of this during this 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 book Sookie's asked him point blank a couple of times and he he doesn't seem like he wants to answer her about what's going on yeah. I've got a theory yeah let's hear it previous marriage oh it's like we, vampire we divorce papers previous marriage well it's still uh, ongoing previous like, marriage oh like he's married to a vampire right now mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. that's my theory like he got a letter from his existing wife mm-hmm. one of them 
Uh, and that's why, like, right before this whole thing happened where he shut Pam up, Pam was like, you know, she's your wife, like, very significantly. Oh, mm. yeah. Hmm. There was something, there was something kind of loaded there, wasn't there? That's what I'm thinking. Interesting. Uh, and Pam is definitely on Sookie's side here. Like, she seems like she wants to tell her, you know. Yeah. But Eric won't let her. Either way, they're not fucking tonight. No. Mm. No, yeah. The, the door's cha- closed. <laughs> the chapter ends with Sookie wondering where Vimad's got the fairy blood. Yeah, that's a good... Again, we thought there weren't that many fairies left, so... Yeah, yeah there's piles of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. mountains of them. Just lousy with, the, lousy with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this week's episode. Next time we're going to be reading chapters 4 through 7 of Dead Reckoning, book 11 in the Southern Vampire Mystery Series. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Michael Sparkman. I don't have any of those things. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody who you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please check out our Patreon and merchandise at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good good night. night. Okay. Okay.